What's up, guys? My name is Barn Saunders, and you're listening to the Sunday Recovery Podcast. Thanks for tuning in today, guys. And on this podcast, we will be talking about recovery in the broadest, most general sense possible. Recovery is so much more than just getting over something. Whether that be drugs, loss, physical injury, or mental health, the principles of recovery can be applied to all areas of life. And in this podcast, we're going to be focusing on everything and anything that can cause struggles in life or cause great success in life, and how to navigate through the good and the bad times, as well as getting on the path of recovery from any and all setbacks or choices that may have led you down the wrong path. Another thing I want to emphasize is recovery is a constant progression forward. And what that means is recovery doesn't ever end. You can recover from something and then always fall right back to where you were. That's why in recovery, and especially here on the Sunday Recovery Podcast, you won't hear us talk about how to recover and be finished. Recovery is always pushing forward and striving for betterment, even when the original reason for starting recovery is no longer a factor in your daily life. This week's episode of the Sunday Recovery Podcast is sponsored by Jones Land Management, a landscaping business based out of Cambridge, Maryland, and serving all of the eastern shore of Maryland as well as Delaware. Jones Land Management provides mulching installation, planting, tree trimming, leaf removal, and grass cutting. And they're now also providing their new services of driveway asphalt maintenance, crack sealing and seal coating, pothole repair, parking lot stripping, and wheel stop installation. Owned and operated by John Jones. For more information, please call 410-967-5634. Once again, that's 410-967-5634. And you can also email ospreylandmanagement at gmail.com. More information can also be found on Facebook and Instagram at Jones Land Management. What's going on, guys? Once again, I'd like to thank everyone who tuned in this week. Hope everyone had a great week, and good morning to all listening. If you guys could please go ahead and subscribe or follow on whatever platform you get this podcast, and give us a like, a rating, a review. Um, It greatly helps the podcast to spread and for other people to see it. And of course, as always, if you feel that you know anyone who could gain a little value from the Sunday Recovery Podcast, please feel free to share with your friends, your family, and anyone else. So guys, this week's episode is going to be all about reaching out for help. And for me, the, f- the first thing I want to say is this is something that is super, super important. It's such a key impactful topic, especially for recovery. And it goes way beyond just recovery from addiction or substance abuse. You know, reaching out for help can really help you no matter what it is you're struggling with, no matter what it is you want to improve about your life. So I want to start by saying reaching out for help is not a sign of weakness. Um, For me, this is something that I would say it definitely held me back a little bit in early recovery and especially before I got into recovery. You know, one thing that I always thought of was I should be able to handle this on my own. 
you know, I should be strong-willed enough to get over my drug addiction, my substance abuse issues. You know, I should have enough willpower to do that. You know, I shouldn't need anyone's help um, because I didn't have anyone's help becoming addicted. You know, it was all me. Like, no one forced me to do any substance. No one put a drug right in front of my face, held me at gunpoint, that sort of thing. So I used to always think that, you know, if I reach out for help, it's showing that I've been defeated um, and that I've given up on trying to get over or begin recovery on my own. When in fact, it is the total opposite of that, right? So the way that I like to think about it today is reaching out for help. Not only is it not a weakness, not only is it not admitting defeat, Reaching out for help is an act of courage. It's an act of bravery. It's an act of faith and trust that whoever it is, or even if it's a higher power, whatever it is that you're reaching out to, it's an act of trust, courage, that that person or that spiritual being, whatever it may be, that group, that community, that they are going to love you, accept you, and help you. And believing you enough to say, hey, you know, maybe it would be worth it to help this person. So I love putting an emphasis on that. And, and it's something that I learned early on in recovery is that by reaching out for help, I'm showing, you know, whoever it is that I'm reaching out for help to, I'm showing that I believe in that person. I'm showing that that person, for whatever situation it may be, that person has something that I want. And I see something in that person that I want for myself. So I'm willing to reach out and say, hey, I'm really struggling with this in my life. Uh, For me, I was really struggling with my addiction and my substance abuse. And by taking that first step to reaching out for help, it opened up doors that I didn't even know I had closed on myself. And it allows me to, you know, build a sense of connection and allows me to build up my self-esteem whereas you know what was holding me back for the longest time was oh if I start reaching out for help you know I'm kind of admitting to myself that I can't do something you know and and that goes for anything you know whether it's you know recovering from an injury recovering from loss recovering from financial hardships um you know recovering from getting over a bad relationship whatever it may be Just the simple act of reaching out to someone and saying, hey, I'm really struggling with this. Could you please help me? Or and and it doesn't even have to be worded that way. You know, just by reaching out to someone for advice, that's reaching out for help. You know, asking someone how they got to where they are today. You know, one of my favorite things that I was told early on, and I try to live my life by this today is. I was told early on in recovery to find people that have what I want and to ask them how they did it. You know, when I see someone with 20 plus years clean and sober in recovery that have been working on themselves, you know, a lot of times they tend to have the life that I want, but my mind tends to work against me. And what I mean by that is, When I see someone like this, I tend to instantly start thinking 
of all the different possibilities between our lives and all the different reasons why I'm so different than them. You know, maybe it's a good example for me is I always think of it like, oh, maybe they never went through what I went through. You know, maybe they were not as a low of a point that I was at. Um, when I first got into recovery, maybe they, you know, did different substances, did different drugs, you know, maybe they have a different upbringing, you know, maybe they have different people that were there for them when they decided to get on a path of recovery. And maybe they had people reaching out to them trying to help them along their journey. Whereas all these differences, you know, they kind of hold me back. Because when I get to thinking this way, I get to thinking of, yeah, you know, they're so different from me. You know, what good is it going to do if I ask them for help? What good is their advice going to be for me when they don't understand me? When they don't know what it was like from what I had to go through? You know, when they don't know what it's like that I struggle with things on a daily basis. Because a lot of times when we see people in our lives that, you know, we really want to get to that point. A lot of times we feel like they can no longer relate and they're, you know, kind of removed from a situation of struggling or, you know, battling inside demons, inside factors, you know, thoughts, thoughts roaming around our heads. And for me, it's especially easy to feel this way in situations where I'm kind of given the option, right? You know, like, like no one is necessarily forcing me to reach out. You know, no one's sitting there telling me over and over and over, hey, you need to ask this person how they did it. You know, you need to go up to this person. You need to push your fears aside and you need to talk to them man to man, woman to woman. You know, you need to get honest and you need to say, hey, I really could use a little bit of help or I could really use this suggestion or I could really use a little piece of advice. And in reality, you know, the reality is that no matter how different I think I am from someone, no matter how different I think our situations may be, you know, no matter how different I think our upbringings may be, at the end of the day, a lot of the feelings that I felt, a lot of the feelings that I still feel today, and a lot of the things I struggle with because of my emotions, because of my thoughts, because I struggle with changing my thought processes, and then in turn changing my actions, all of those, those underlying conditions, those tend to be the same regardless of the outside factors. You know, for me, regardless of whatever substance someone may have been addicted to, I can relate to that because I know what it feels like to use every single day, sometimes, most times near the end, without even wanting to, with consciously telling myself, I'm not going to use today, and then using that day, and then a constant cycle of that, you know, self-loathing, that regret, that guilt, that shame that I then in turn use to cover up, you know, that endless downward spiral. Those are the feelings that are the same. You know, the outside stuff doesn't matter how we grew up. Yes, of course, it affects us. But when it comes to reaching out for help, you know, if I know and if I'm able to tell myself, okay, this person may be totally different than me, but I bet you they can relate to the, some of the same feelings that I've struggled with. You know, especially if I know that this person went through a similar situation. And for me, the big one is, 
You know, for me, it's recovering from addiction, you know, trying to get to a position in life where I no longer have the obsession about drugs, the compulsion to use against my will, and the fear, the constant fear of, you know, I'm never going to be enough. I've ruined my life to the point of no return. All of those feelings, they kind of get pushed away when I'm able to ask for help. And when I get told by another person, hey man, yeah, I can actually relate. You know, it's like the the weight on my shoulders is lifted every time I, I hear those words. Yeah, me too. You know, I felt like that. I know what it feels like that. And here, my advice would be this, X, Y, and Z. And when, when I realized, for me, a huge piece of reaching out for help is, number one, it's knowing you're not alone. You know, no matter what it is, we're all human. We all have things that we struggle with. Even if it's totally different things that we're struggling with, just the act of struggling and the act of wanting to improve That's something we're never alone in. You know, that's something that we can come together and build a connection over. And by asking for help, by reaching out for help, even if the person, you know, and of course, this is a rare case and I don't want anyone to get discouraged by this. But there's been times throughout my recovery process where I asked someone for help on a specific thing. And they said, hey, man, look, I'm going to be honest. I don't have any experience in that. So I don't know if I'm the best person to be able to give you advice. But, and here's the kicker, here's someone I know that has gone through that same situation. Here's their phone number. They're a great guy. They got great advice. You know, they have a really inspiring story. I'd encourage you to reach out to this person. And even in moments where someone feels like they can't give advice because they can't relate to that situation, they can point you in the direction of someone who can So that's just yet another reason why we should never be discouraged to reach out for help. You know, we should never feel ashamed to reach out for help. If anything, when, when someone reaches out to me for help, it's one of the best feelings in the world. You know, it inspires me, it motivates me because it shows to me that that person is taking action. And by reaching out to me, that person is believing in themselves. That person is believing that they have the ability to take advice, take suggestions, be open-minded, and and it shows willingness that they are actively trying to improve their lives. And in turn, you know, right around on the flip side, it helps me so much because it motivates me. You know, if someone's reaching out to me for help, why can't I also get help from this person? And why can't I also reach out for the stuff in my life that I'm struggling with? Early on in recovery, a lot of times I was in a headspace of, oh, I don't want to be a burden. You know, I don't want to be a burden on someone if I'm constantly asking them for help. You know, I don't want to be the one guy that's always asking for advice. And what I've come to realize now is that being that person can greatly help others. It can greatly motivate others. And, you know, reaching out for help is a two-way street. You know, by initiating a conversation about something. You know, even if I am the one who initiated the conversation by reaching out for advice or asking for some sort of, you know, second opinion on a situation, I can greatly help that person that I'm reaching out to 
just by bringing up the topic or bringing up a conversation, allowing them to take a second look at their life and take a second look at their journey and be able to realize the things that really help them that maybe they totally forgot about. You know, and it's also a reminder. I think about it like this sometimes, right? When when I get feelings of complacency or when I get feelings of, you know, I've come so far, you know, I'm doing so well, I've achieved all these things in my life compared to where I was over 15 months ago, you know, before I got clean and sober this time around, my life is massively different. You know, it's safe to say I pretty much did a full 180. Now, there's definitely still areas in my life that I'm trying to improve upon. And that's, to me, I think that's just always going to be the case. And it's almost reassuring for me to know that because it allows me to see, okay, yes, I've, I've done all these things. I've improved all these areas of my lives. But, you know, when I get to that point of complacency and I think that I got it and I think that I'm in a position where I can maybe take a step back and focus on other things over focusing on my recovery, the moment that someone reaches out to me, I'm instantly reminded, oh, hey, I need to be focusing on my recovery too. You know, if this person is focused on their recovery, reaching out for help, you know, I need to be doing that as well. You know, I can't get complacent. You know, I can't forget the stuff that I went through in order to get where I'm at today. And for me, a lot of times when I'm trying to share my story or share my experience, it's a reminder for me. And in turn, it ends up helping me more than that person could have ever imagined. And I remember early on in recovery when I was, you know, kind of being told these sort of concepts of, you know, they say, they say recovery is a two-way street, you know, things like we can only keep what we have by freely giving it away. And these sort of sayings, you know, they go way past stuff like drug addiction, you know, the stuff that I learned in school, the relationships <clears throat> that I was able to build in the workplace, you know, the stuff that I'm working towards in my career, all of these things, you know, the moment that I think that I got it, you know, that's when I start to fall backwards. And in turn, the moment that I use the stuff that I've learned to give advice to someone else, you know, someone else that's asking me, oh, how did you get that job? You know, how are you, you know, working towards these certifications? What are you doing? What steps are you taking? You know, the moment that I start telling someone those things, it kind of reinvigorates me and allows me to see like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I can't forget the stuff that I did lest I repeat it, you know, lest I go backwards. And another big piece of reaching out for help and the importance of it for me especially is I like to think about it this way is the opposites of from for me i'm just going to use the example of addiction but i think i truly believe that this you know this applies to all areas of life but for me the opposite of my addiction is connection building meaningful connections in my life today and the importance of this is right you know if i don't reach out for help how am i supposed to build new connections and also reaching out for help can it can come in many forms. You know, reaching out for help sometimes it can be as simple as introducing myself to someone else and getting their phone number and calling them sometime. 
you know, trying to build a new connection in my life. Having a community that is, you know, all centered around self-improvement. And, you know, it, it doesn't just go for addiction, but, you know, it's the opposite of loss, the opposite of grief, the opposite of, you know, struggling, getting over something, you know, the opposite of feeling like I'm not improving. The opposite of all those things is connection, building connections to help you on the path that you know you're worthy of. And in order to be continuously improving, right? And and that's what we're all about here on the Sunday Recovery Podcast is a constant progression. You know, progression is so much more worthy and worthwhile and important than perfection is. You know, if I do something perfectly, to me, perfect almost has a negative connotation because that means it can't be improved. And if something can no longer be improved, then, you know, to me, that kind of takes away a little bit of the intrinsic value. You know, being able to always improve on something, being able to continuously progress, that in of of itself gives meaning and gives purpose. And I get excited, right? I, I used to hate it when I heard people talk this way. But the more and more that I asked people what they meant by this, the more and more I was able to see how improvement can excite someone. You know, when I am able to take a step back from a situation and realize, okay, hey, you know, this is something, this is an area in my life that I need to improve upon. This is something I can do better. This is something I can learn more about. This is something that I can ask for advice and maybe get a couple suggestions to help me do this thing better. When I get to that point and I'm aware of those things, it fills me with excitement. Because that's just one more thing to add to the list of things giving me purpose, giving me meaning, allowing me to have a reason to wake up early, allowing me to have a reason to gain more knowledge, reach out to others, and build a new connection in my life. And lastly, I want to touch on, you know, I briefly talked about it earlier, but I want to circle back and touch on the idea of helping others. By helping others, we are really helping ourselves. And for me at first, you know, the idea of helping myself through helping others, you know, it seemed a little bit selfish. You know, it was like I thought of it like or I used to think of it in the way that if someone is asking me for help, who am I to use that as a way to help myself? You know, who am I to take it? I almost thought it was like taking advantage of. Right. But the reality is by helping someone else. I'm showing to myself that I'm worthy of working with others, that I'm worthy of building connections in my life today, that I'm worthy of giving someone advice that they in turn can maybe help someone else. You know, by improving the lives of others, we in turn improve the lives of ourselves. And it's also vice versa. I think about it like this. I think about the probably the number one way that I can make amends for my past, you know, the number one way that I can help to rebuild some of the relationships that I lost is by working on myself. It is by improving myself, working towards my goals, working every day to become a better version of myself. That's the number one way that I can help other people that I directly affect in my lives. Because if I don't focus on myself, if, if I'm not trying to improve, how can I tell someone else 
what they can do to improve. You know, how can I give someone else advice that I don't apply in my own life? And so when someone reaches out for help, to me, I think about it like this. Okay, whatever I'm about to say or whatever I'm about to do for this person, is it something that I apply to my own life? If, is it something that I do for myself on a regular basis? Is it something that I think of and I'm aware of and work towards building on every day? And by thinking about that, by trying to go through this process, you know, it greatly helps me to take a look at myself. And so by helping others in return, we are helping ourselves. And by reaching out for help, we are allowing those others, we are allowing those people to help themselves. So it's a two-way street. The whole idea of, you know, the importance of reaching out for help, it's to show that, you know, who knows, maybe that person was struggling with something. Maybe they were going through a tough time. Maybe they were having a bad day. By reaching out to help to someone else, it shows them that they're not alone either. So I just want to tie it all in, tie it all back together. And for anyone that's been kind of struggling with this topic specifically, my number one piece of advice would be to tell yourself you're worth it and tell yourself it is an act of courage to reach out for help. And, you know, all of the people in your life that you look up to, that you want what they have, I guarantee you those people had people that helped them on the way. Those people had people that they reached out to. And that is something that I've greatly learned throughout this process is more times than I ever expected. When I reach out for help from someone else, they tell me what they were told. And whenever I hear that from someone, it fills me with, you know, motivation and confidence. And it also fills me with joy knowing that I'm part of a process. Because when I ask someone for help and they tell me what was told to them, it allows me to see that at one point they were where I was. And the person that they asked for help that told them that piece of advice, chances are that person also got it from someone else. So for me to be a part of this connection, for me to be the next person coming along, asking for help, getting a piece of advice, and then being able to pass that along, it gives me so much purpose and meaning. And more than anything else, it shows that we're not alone. No matter what you think, just know you're not alone. And it's never too late. It's never too late to reach out for help and to help someone else by doing so. So once again, guys, I just want to say thanks to everyone who tuned in this week. If you could please hit that like button, hit that follow, that subscribe, and share this with anyone who you think would gain value. I hope everyone has a great day. Hope you all have a blessed week. And I'll see you next Sunday.